Welcome to the Stranger Still podcast. My name is Miles. I'm Kathleen. And we have a guest with us from Ham Radio, a Stranger Things podcast, Ashley. Hey, what's up, everybody? You doing okay today? Yes, we are. <laughs> Just one guy. <laughs> um, so we tune in. Uh, we did part one just moments ago where we looked back on part one of Stranger Things, but now we're going to look forward. Part two coming out on July 1st. It's time to speculate. And I'm excited for this because this has not happened before in Stranger Things. We've never had a shared moment where none of us know, none of us can possibly know what is going to happen next in mid-season. Yeah. Um, so I'm- It's I'm ex- killing me. It's, well, yeah, I agree. Is it killing you, Ashley? Is this different or do you like this? Uh, yeah, it's, it's different, but I like it because I get to reflect uh, on- uh, part one a little bit more uh, and I think that like they've already released the episode times for part two and it's like yeah there's no way I could have like even re-watching could have you know had the stamina to sit through all of that uh, but yeah I really uh, I really look at I really like this uh, the setup that they're doing uh, I uh, I liked it with those are too. so yeah. hopefully they'll do it again for season five yeah i think they i think they probably will because this is definitely keeping those subscribers subscribed as well so yeah yeah probably good I and people to- are still talking about it so yeah, yeah. this the part two is like four hours so it's only two episodes but it's yeah. three hours and 55 minutes of runtime so we're we got a big chunk so still here to go so i sent some questions out the questions are really just designed to kind of float us around across the major plots since we haven't combined yet. You know, our characters in, you know, every, every season of Stranger Things, our characters eventually come together, but we're at a moment now where they are not together. They are in Russia. They are in Utah. They are in Hawkins. They're in the upside down. I want them to come back together. I'm ready for it. So let's, let's start in Russia which is the, definitely the most isolated plot line, as, mm-hmm. as both of you have talked about. How are Hopper and Joyce going to join the main story? Mm, I'm going to give this one to you, Ashley. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> give me the hard questions. I know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I honestly have no idea. The only uh, logical way I think that I could see this group, especially, you know, now with Hopper, I think, taking charge. Uh, I think, well, you know, at the end of volume one, they killed all the guards in there, Mm. like in the control room. So I think that they will possibly, like, literally put a gun to Yuri's head and say, hey, we need, like, you are going to help us, like, get out of here. After yeah. after they go, I think throughout the entire facility, which I think is what the teaser for part two uh, alluded to, mm-hmm. uh, like saw like the mind flare and stuff. But yeah, I think um, I think we we'll just see them literally just break out of the prison and get get back to that church. And yeah. Yuri, they're going to make Yuri get them like a plane or something to get them out. I think that's I think that's what's will probably happen uh but um i just like to add that i don't think they will be back in hawkins uh at the end of part two i think 
maybe that'll be like early season five. That's just, mm. it's very outlandish theory, but I, uh, yeah, I think they'll come like literally like at the last minute in part two. Mm, yeah. I hate to say it, but I think that you are right. And that crushes me. <laughs> yeah. But I think that yeah. that's probably like how they'll end the episode is them getting mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What's the state of the demo, the Russian demogorgon now? So it, it can't like get Yuri, right? Like it's, well, they're all safe from that, all those guards in there and everything. You know, um, uh, now that you just said that, so sh- when they were hitting all the buttons in the room, they were turning they were stuff a lot off of buttons. because there were guards <laughs> up above that saw, like, they obviously must have had some sort of electrical fence or something. Joyce just um, starts hitting everything. But then you see, like, the fencing powers down. So mm. it's potentially mm. no longer truly contained. So I could see yeah. it getting out of there and that being a whole issue. Yeah. As for how they're going to get back to the main story, I, I, if I had to guess, I just feel like through the... Did you watch, Miles? Did you watch the, the trailer? Teaser. Yeah, the teaser? Yeah. Okay. So I think they are going to discover just how much of the upside down is mm-hmm. with the Russians right now. And they're going to mm-hmm. try to... I feel like they're going to try to reach out to Owens. Okay. Because Hopper, yeah. you know, yeah. Hopper trusts Owens, and I think that's going to tie in somehow. Yeah, I think at the very least we're going to spend a lot of time with them, and we might not even see the Hawkins group in the eighth chapter at all. You oh. know, because <laughs> like so Mike, Mike, Will, and Jonathan, they were not in chapter six, and yeah. LL wasn't in chapter four. So it's like I just kind of like the actor sign eight episode contracts is like my theory. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to be without them for a little bit. And, and but then they'll just join on episode nine. Yeah. Which is of course yeah. episode nine. Is, episode nine is a movie. I mean, it's two hours, 30 <laughs> minutes. So I'm not complaining. Um, so yeah. And Hopper wouldn't be the craziest thing he's come back from because he's back to life yeah. at all. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember back in February, 2020, when it was a revelation that Hopper had lived, um, you know, so looking back, to chapter two, we all knew that Hopper would survive. What what did we think about how he survived? You know, I when I first saw it, it was very anticlimactic to me. I was kind of expecting something bigger, something more surprising. I mean, Stranger Things has a way of doing stuff like that, making things so just, mm. I don't know, really cool. But... After it's now that it's been some time and we watch episodes, we watch them again. I do feel like there was not really any better way to do it. I feel like if they had tied it in somehow to him, like going into the upside down to like save himself from the blast and coming back through, like that just wouldn't totally make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm okay with the way they did it. It was just not as, not as exciting yeah. as I was expecting. What'd you think, Ashley? Yeah, I, I agree with uh, Kathleen there. I think that's I think that's why I didn't really uh, like the whole Russia plot uh, uh, in general, because it just, I mean, it just, uh, it wasn't really what I expected it uh, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even from the game with, how Hopper survived and it just never really it was just kind of like okay torture and you know we're gonna see a a secret lab here or is he gonna find out 
why they have a demogorgon. You know, I just I thought he would have used uh, the Russian guard after the Russian guard uh, got imprisoned. <laughs> that yeah. he would kind of use more of that to say, hey, hey, now that you know we're like friends, yeah. Like, how did they get this demogorgon? Like, what are they doing? Well, how did they get to America? Like, what's going on here? And yeah. and they didn't. And so. But I mean, that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, deep down, I expected it just to be him just jumping off the platform, yeah. uh, which I don't really know how he would have literally survived that because I feel like he would have like yeah. died from the head trauma. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like uh, best stranger things for you. Some things just yeah. uh, maybe don't need to be figured out. Yeah, you know, just yeah. just go with it, you know. I yeah. think I, I, that's that's what I have down. I have I wrote down. I think this is just medicine that we have to take. You know, we have to take our mm-hmm. lumps because it's going to pay off later. You know, if because yeah. this happens, Joyce and Hopper are are reun- reunited lately. It's like the the Billy surviving the sauna test, which I'm on record mm-hmm. as saying, like, why didn't an elephant just blow up his head? But um, <laughs> it's it's we're taking the medicine. <laughs> for a reason because it's going to be good for us later yeah Yeah. Um, and hopper is certainly going to have rich i mean he's he's still got another reunion to come presumably with 11 that we're building towards and maybe that's not even this part two maybe that's season five i i don't know Mm -hmm. um let's let's pop over to california slash utah (laughs) we're flying all (laughs) over to the states um in will mike Argyle, Jonathan, they've road tripped from California to Utah. They're on the way to Nevada. Will has a painting with him. What is on that painting? We've been, we get like zoomed in shots of that painting, like of the, of it rolled up. Like it's clearly important. What's going to happen on that painting? Oh, and I, I could tell, I could start here. Yeah. You go first. <laughs> this is a tough one. I think I, well, my deepest fear and what is probably going to happen I think we see that painting splattered in blood after Will is dead. And we see what he oh. painted later. And it's going to bring us back to season one. So oh. you, you, like you wanted me to go first. You had to go first. Oh, dang. That That's what I think. Dark. That's what I think. That would be like, honestly, a great, um, like great writing. Yeah. Uh, personally, I think that would be great writing, but it would also be absolutely terrible. It'll unravel to show them all <laughs> yeah. playing Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That's what do you think, dark. Ashley? Dark. What's on the painting? Uh, well, uh, mine is not not as uh, morbid. I can't just say <laughs> it's yours, Miles. But Thank um, I think it's I think it's something from from uh Mike and Will's past. Uh yeah. I uh somebody on Reddit the other day posted a, a theory on it about from season two when uh Mike is talking to Will and uh he's talking about something on the swing set. I mean that could be it, but mm. I, I think it's something I think it's it is specifically for Mike and I th- somebody also said it's like it's uh Mike and Will kissing. Okay. Mm. <laughs> like, I saw um, that one too. I dis- yeah. I disagree. I do not think yeah. that's what it's gonna be. I, I think and this is like, you know, one of those slippery slopes where I do think that Will is a homosexual deep down I agree. I agree. but i think what will's biggest problem is is that he's still stuck in like 
November fifth, nineteen eighty three. And he even says that in one of the earlier seasons. Yeah. And he wants so bad for things to kind of be the way they were. And I think he want he just wants so bad for Mike to remember, hey, like when we were friends and and life was good. And I think he he see he can't really let go of that. And I think maybe he thinks that Mike has maybe forgotten all about that because he never writes, he never calls, he only writes to eleven. And and so I think he's going to. Um, you know, present it to Mike. It'll be something from their past because mm-hmm. it's obviously important because he took it with them before they had to like, yeah, you know, run away mm-hmm. from the house. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I think it is. Yeah, I, 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 and that's that's much more rich to to dive into somebody's you know wanting to hold on to their childhood while everyone else grows up around them because of trauma. Basically, he was in the yeah. upside down for a week mm-hmm. uh, and then further events happened that were mostly his fault, but, um, (laughs) but I think that's, that's way more rich to, to dive into just than he has a crush, you know? Yeah, I I feel the exact same as you, Ashley. I wrote down, I didn't write down what I thought it was, but I wrote down what I didn't think it was, which was a confession of Will's love for Mike, something about them kissing. I do not think that that's the case. And I think that if they do that, it's not really true to the show because the biggest focus on Stranger Things is their like friend relationship they are best friends and that's Mm -hmm. how it's always been is that connection as best friends I mean Mike knew I mean Will knew that Mike uh cared for 11 Mm -hmm. that was never the the Mm -hmm. the obstacle that they had in their friendship was not that he cared for 11 Mm -hmm. it's that he was Mm -hmm. losing his best friend um so I think that if they are going to use it um you know, in, in any way for some sort of confession out of Will, I think it, it would be more to show Will thinks of him as his best friend. They could use it as a way for Will to reveal that he's gay, but not mm-hmm. that, not through his attraction to Mike. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be like, you're my best friend. You're the only person that I could trust to like share this information with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Will, Mike, and the painting are driving to Nevada. That's what they're doing and on Susie's because Susie has given them the address geolocation, but her powers ended. Oh, that was a good funny moment. I forgot to bring up. Can you, fi- can you print this? No, my powers end at geolocation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're on the way to Nevada where just so there's just a weird vibe to what's going on here. 11 is getting her powers back due to this Nina project with Owens and Dr. Brenner what what is in store for for this Nina project group this Owens and Brenner and N11 in there what's going to we assume that both the Sullivan military part and Mike Will Argyle Jonathan are converging on this spot well i i'll dive in i'll dive right into this one let's not forget that Dr. Brenner is not a good guy I do, mm-hmm. like he says, though, I mean, he has that line that he says to Eleven, you speak of monsters, superheroes, that's the stuff of myth and fairy tales, reality, truth, it's rarely so simple. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that line applies so well to Dr. Brenner. I don't think <laughs> that he's a good do- guy. I think that he is driven 100% by science. 
And in some weird little way, maybe he does think of Elle as his child, but not mm-hmm. as like a true parent yeah. situation. I um, just, I hate that Eleven has reverted, like reverted to calling him Papa. That's, that's what I like. I, she needs, yeah. Mike, Will says it. Will says, they never helped me. They never helped me. You guys helped me. I think they're good. They got to get there. And they got to say, Eleven, no, these people aren't going to help you. Mm. I don't know. What do you think, Ashley? Uh, yeah, uh, just to uh, uh, touch base what you were saying, um, I think uh, I think we'll find out like a lot of it is maybe Brenner brainwashing her uh, so that she, you know, after she goes and does the thing in Hawkins, she'll go back with him uh, oh. to continue to, like with these experiments. I just, mm. I think it's very odd that they have this big you know, Nina project, you know, tank and a lot of money spent on this just for her to get her powers back. I, I don't, I think I could see Brenner uh, wanting mm. to use her as like the number one, if you will, the catalyst for this new project where he's, mm. he's, it's almost like since he's been gone, he's learned more like with the upside down stuff he's really learned how to do these with the powers better how to how to really get inside the minds better because uh also someone reddit posted you know the nina tank is uh a bigger tank of of the uh, salt pool in season one and you know brenner saw that uh when they went to the gym to find her Mm. And so, yeah, I think he's maybe through his time away has uh, learned how he can do this bigger and better. Yeah. So I, I think I think these things are it's like coming full circle, you know, goes around, comes around type of type mm-hmm. of thing. That's I mean, that's my opinion. I do agree. Follow the money. I um, (laughs) she's valuable. And I do think that uh, they have made a purposeful contrast between Owens and Brenner. They Mm -hmm. show that Owens has a moral compass Mm -hmm. and that he actually does care about Elle and her feelings. So going on what you said, like that Brenner will try to use her, I I would have to agree with you on that. But I think Owens being there will protect her yeah does that does that mean that that brenner is gonna like betray owens in order to get to reveal his true agenda maybe because paul reiser you know he's a very very good and expensive actor follow the money uh he he's on the he's on my list of people who might not make it through oh yeah well he survived season three or season two yeah he did i love that yeah Uh, owens is good they're kind of the but i think mike and will 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 definitely be the ones to try and shake L out of that. We'll, we'll see what happens. Let's, let's go over to Hawkins and more specifically underneath Hopkins, Hawkins, the upside down. And I, I just, we have a series of questions here. We learned a lot about the upside down um, in, in, especially in the final two episodes. And I think one of the biggest questions that are circulating in the internet is why is time stopped in the upside down in November 1983, the day that Will was captured, our, our chapter one, season one. I have a great answer. Oh, you got a great answer? Okay, yes. well, we'll start with you. I do not think that time stopped there. 
I think what happened is that both the upside down and reality or whatever, right side up, they were going parallel as one, the upside down was following the right side up until the gate was opened. And then the upside down became independent. So oh. everything that was <laughs> paralleling the right side up, that ended and the upside down became its own timeline you know like it's on the same timeline as the right side up but doing its own thing it's like unchanged unchanged yes that's it that's interesting Um, so and it it would it would make sense because you know the mind flare is being able to follow everything that's happening in the right side up so it's not as if time is completely halted i mean things are still happening there it's just that there, the storylines of Nancy that that's not moving forward. That part is frozen, and I think that's just because it's unchained, as you uh, said. That's great. I like your answer better than mine. Woo. What do you have, Ashley? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like, uh, really like that. I almost don't want to say mine uh, <laughs> now. <clears throat> um, but no, um, you know, I I think that it has something to do with Vecna. I think uh, because we we know uh, of his abilities now, and we saw when he was little Henry Krill with uh, the clock, uh, literally turning back the time on the clock. Um, I think maybe he's manipulating time down there because it's like whenever Eleven banished him to the Upside Down, it doesn't look the way it does now. It's like very thin. If yeah. that if that makes sense, and I think this is like you know because he what he wanted to do in the natural world was eliminate everyone like people, yeah. and I think he's now in the appropriate environment, and there's it's like void of life except for creatures, and uh, I saw this really cool theory on YouTube about this. Um, it was it's a channel called Team JVS. They they reviewed all the episodes for season four. It's really good. You you should check them out. Um, yeah. But uh, one of the panelists, uh, when she was talking about it, she said, you know, I think that Vecna is trying to turn back time in the Upside Down, so that whenever eventually it takes over the natural world, he can go back to where uh, he it before 11 like mm. banished him to the upside down so that he can kill her and then do what he wants to do so it's Whoa. it's definitely a lot of definitely that's a lot of really uh, interesting gray area there but it that's it's that's that's the best i have mm. for now I, well mine's even worse than both ears no i don't want to say it <laughs> i i was thinking like there's definitely a time travel element i like I'm going to kind of amend mine to sort of fit what Ashley said. I think <laughs> there is a desire to time travel from Vecna. I think that's that's really good. That's better. Because, I mean, after all, the clock is like the main thing from this yeah. from the episode. One of the, first yeah. line, one of the first lines of the season is from Eleven, we are all time travelers, if you think about it, as she, as she writes to, to Mike in that letter. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and Eleven, when, when Eleven is... Uh, listening to Vecna after he slaughtered all the other numbers 
He's basically doing Macbeth tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace, you know, from day yeah. to day to the last syllable of recording. Like there's definitely, so I had wrote like, oh, we're de- Vecna is time traveling. I think the desire to time travel, I'm going to align with Ashley on that. And then I think yours is even better, Kathleen. It's unchanged. So mm-hmm. I think Duffer Brothers, give us a call. Obviously they're listening. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, and uh you know, back to like combining your both of y'all's theories on this, um, it's very possible that in season five they may have to do a little time travel to go back to that day when the gate was open to fix everything. I don't oh, I don't really see how they could possibly do that in one season, but uh I mean guess we'll see. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. does it does indicate. A, a higher importance for Will because the fact that it's on the day that he disappeared, you know, yeah. so I, I feel like Will is going to get a lot more involved in the, in the story yeah. here. Now I do have something to add, uh, you know, going back to time. Um, so that's what I've had the hardest time trying to like reconcile. What exactly does that mean? Like ha- about him mim- being able to manipulate time. I did actually notice something that there is like three times it comes up. There's a correlation with Vecna and 3 p.m. And I thought it was more than it was. I thought maybe like every, you know, every time somebody died, it would be 3 p.m. on the clock. And I actually went back and that's not the case. It's not always that. But you see three o'clock when L is told to meet Vecna, meet Peter, the orderly, um, and he he wants her to meet him at 3 p.m. down in the boiler room. You see, it's like 5 till 3 p.m. the first time Chrissy sees the clock in uh, chapter one. And then the last one is the flashback to Henry, uh, Vecna as Henry, 3 p.m. when he realizes that he's able to change time. So when he first looks at the clock and he starts moving his eyes, it's actually 3 p.m. at that time. So I'm wondering if something is, go- something is obviously going to correlate back to 3 p.m., in some way, I, that that's my theory. Cool. <laughs> I just don't know in what way. <laughs> the 3 p.m. break uh, that we all take uh, at our work. I don't know. All right. So um, I think this is a good place to talk about the, the question that you sent, Ashley, too, which is why is Vecna trapped inside the Creel house? Or I guess, is he trapped? You you asked that. How, is he truly trapped inside of that house? Like he can't roam the roam the upside down. Uh, it's it's really weird because he never leaves it. When we see him in the upside down, it's like he's just there in the attic the entire time. <laughs> yeah. The only times we see him outside of that, even in his his mind, I guess you'd say, he's still within that house. And the only times we ever see him leave is when he's in other people's minds. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I don't know if he's like made his safe haven. Uh, but yeah, it's like he's gotten all those tendrils to come through the roof of the house to like, I guess, help him recharge or something. But it's like, it, I, it's like he can't leave. Because yeah. I was like, because, you know, the bats when when they're all in the upside down and they see them ride by the bat alerts him 
And that's when he gets into uh, Nancy's mind. Yeah. So it's yeah. like he uses them to do his work, mm-hmm. to draw people in or something. Yeah. <clears throat> like he, he does not go to them at the trailer. He goes to his, you know, Wi-Fi place. Since <laughs> <he can broadcast. laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe like I get, I wrote like, maybe he, maybe he is in some way a prisoner, you know, like Dustin says Vecna is the mind flayers five-star general, but Maybe he maybe he's a five star general, like an unwilling five star general, and he's he's mm-hmm. developing some sort of you know Darth Vader plot to overthrow Palpatine here. You know, <laughs> like does does the mind flayer know what Vecna is doing? Maybe the mind flayer wants him to be in that house. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, it seems like you know he's definitely not conspicuous inside that house. The bats swirling overhead are a pretty obvious telltale sign that he's like ramping up for something. Don't know how the mind flayer could miss it, but. Um, well, I wondered, I wondered if it's kind of like what you said, that's a safe haven. I mean, that's where he discovered his powers. And also just this just kind of popped into my head listening to you guys. Um, You know, thinking back when Elle used her powers, she initially opened the portal, right? Their powers are very similar. He is almost as powerful as her, Mm -hmm. right? So mm-hmm. maybe when he was a kid and he was killing his family the first time and he didn't understand his own strength, yeah. maybe in some way he weakened he weakened the barrier between the right side up and the upside down mm-hmm. at that time. And so mm-hmm. he can more, more access the people in the right side up when he's in that home. Yeah, I, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. That might be a little far-fetched. I don't what? know. What is the relationship between Vecna and the Mind Flayer in the first place? Like when uh, we have Dustin saying the five star general thing, but I mean, he is just theorizing, presumably. Mm, I think the Mind Flayer is all encompassing the upside down, and the Mind Flayer felt it when Vecna entered the upside down. And he, you know, I feel like the Mind Flayer feeds off of people's negative emotions and he's more able to control them. I see Vecna, I see Peter, Henry, Creole, I see him as a sociopath. And so Mm -hmm. his mind is broken. He just has all of these like evil, negative thoughts. And so I feel like the mind flayer is able to use him as a tool. Mm, Like he's, whoa, that's like a level of, what what do you think? How's the mind flayer figure into all this, Ashley? Oh, well, I I kind of think maybe it's like the opposite of what Kathleen was saying, only because the mind flayer is, looks like a spider, uh, mm. and we know that uh, Henry loves spiders. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's like Vecnan to me seems like he'd be more powerful than the mind flayer because he's like a humanoid. Mm-hmm. And the mind flayer has no physical, you know, shape. He has no face. So there's only so much that he can do, which is why he needed to possess someone in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe uh, somewhere along the way, maybe Vecna has even gained the upper hand on the mind flayer. Mm-hmm. And oh. yeah. Yeah, I think. I think that's possible. I 
some people say Vecna is the mind flayer because of the shape of the spider thing. I don't know uh-huh. that I, I don't know that, like, I think it would get too cluttered to understand, like to have Dustin be so wrong. And like, cause he explained that to us, like it would be confusing narratively if like Dustin is like super wrong. And then later we have to like parse out what, what he said was right. And what was, what was not right. But mm-hmm. then again, then again, Dustin does need some humbling, right? right. The ego on that. It's just, it's just tall, right? It's just tall. <laughs> you know, I, when I listened to the teaser trailer for part two, it sounded like it didn't, it did not sound like Vecna that's speaking it sounded like the mind fire so mm, like what you not. said that they're yeah. not the same person mm, that they're not the same the Vecna and my, the mind flare are separate I feel like that mm. teaser trailer backs that up yeah uh what is Vecna doing with the people on the spires what, what what's Fred what are Fred and Chrissy what purpose do they serve up there is it just decoration oh <laughs> uh, I'll let I'll let Ashley broach this one first <laughs> You always have really good answers, so I want to hear what yours are. Um, you know, I've been kind of going back and forth on this one uh, because, you know, the possibilities are endless, really. But I kind of go back to, you know, this is where they are is in his mind, right? So it kind of goes back to in episode seven, what Henry was telling Eleven was uh, when she was looking at the children and he said you know don't worry about them you know they're always with me in here you know in my mind and so I think uh I think that's what's happened with Fred and Chrissy is he's literally taken their souls uh with him and uh has kept them there to continue like to I guess give him continue to give him like the power that he needs to open these uh portals and eventually you know get through so i think i think that's why uh they're there didn't you even say at some point that every time he killed something or someone it made him stronger yeah and that he never forgot uh yeah yeah Yeah, never forget they're all don't worry they're not gone they're in here says that to 11. I I didn't have like a clear answer for this question, but I did have that little note in there. The fact that, you know, he says that they're still in here in his head, but I wasn't sure exactly what to make of that. What I did make the comparison of is um, in season one, the upside down is feeding on will and the other people that it pulls into the upside down. Mm -hmm. So is it acting in a similar way or is that separate is that different i I don't know the answer to that (laughs) at first i thought he was like cooking up demogorgons turning them into demogorgons and stuff like that Mm. but like you both have said this isn't actually happening at the creel house like the actual body of fred Mm -hmm. is not at the upside down creel house so and uh, i'm gonna go and throw that one in the in the trash (laughs) but um (laughs) here's another good one we were talking about kind of Vecna, you know, snap of the bones of, of uh, Fred, of Chrissy, of Patrick. You know, we kind of get clues as to what's what they're all seeing and they're kind of getting these hallucinations. There's one other person he makes snap and that's his mother. And what mm-hmm. and we know that he makes his dad see the the crib. What what does he make his what does his mom see? We do not flash into her mind. And so, she's the one who called Brenner. She started all this, technically. 
I feel like I kind of had two answers for this. Okay, um, well, you can give one of them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a big part of me thought that it wasn't necessarily something that she was seeing and reliving, that, but more so that Henry, who was able to see into people's minds, can see that her... Um, loathing for him because she knows that he's different and she knows that he's Mm -hmm. wrong in some way him seeing that and feeling it's a threat and feeling he has to take his mom out because he even mentions that in a roundabout way um, because his mom wants to take her to take him to see Dr. Brenner and he didn't want that to happen. Right. But he does make a comment at some point that he can, when he's able to see into his parents' minds and he, I made the quote here somewhere. Of course, I can't find it, but how he, they, he sees that they did things, such awful things. Mm. Um, so, mm-hmm. and he says they, so it's not just his father. It's, oh. it must be his mother too. Dang. Okay. That throws my theory out. My theory was that she was too good and that he uh, couldn't find a weakness in her and that's why he passes out into a coma and that's why everyone else that he attacks later has to have some sort of problem so that he's they're weak enough for him to do it but now that you read that line i'm gonna well eh. and so my theory is sorry duffer brothers <laughs> my theory if like if in fact he does hold something against her is and i don't know this might be totally wrong but is maybe that virginia his mom had done drugs during the pregnancy mm-hmm. and she feels guilty that that has caused him to be the way that um, she is. Because if you think about it, it goes back to the experiences, um, the experiments that Dr. Brenner does on all those women, which produces yep. L. Yeah. yeah. All right. So to you, Ashley, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think it does have, something to do with uh henry but i think it is from virginia's past because whatever it is it's something that caused him to to see them as he calls it for um what they really were Mm -hmm. um and i think uh i do think she does know brenner from probably way back in the day um and i don't know it's just uh i really like the uh the drug theory yeah. <laughs> uh, uh because i saw on on twitter the other day talking about what hopper was talking about with the agent orange uh stuff and i don't think they had that in world war ii i think that was just in vietnam yeah. um so i don't really think it's that necessarily but um yeah i uh I think maybe in her past she uh she was experimented on. Yeah. Uh maybe she was even um imprisoned within uh a mental hospital herself or something. And because oh. we know that like the MK Ultra stuff back in the day before they became like MP, MK Ultra uh experiments, they would do them on patients at the mental hospitals. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's how she knew of Brenner or something and that's how that's how she realized it was Henry because maybe she came into contact with someone else uh there that could do that I I don't know but that's uh yeah that that's that's really yeah because she didn't like call 
she didn't like look up in the phone book a family physician and find Dr. Martin Brenner. So the connection there is is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's super interesting. So moving on to the big question here, which is, is Vecna going to be defeated in part two, or will he also be the bad guy for season five? Basically another way of asking, is this season going to end up with, wrapped in a bow like seasons one two and three were mm. Ashley why don't we start with you and keep you going here <laughs> um yeah no I I don't think it will be uh, a total victory I think it'll be something where Eleven you know gets her powers back in full and does just enough to kind of maintain him mm. uh within the upside down yeah. but I think the finale will be them just like making this plan and then it's just all about survival at this point and then season five uh, I think he will be the uh, the villain in season five again and I think that's when he will finally be defeated but no I don't I think it'll be um, a moral victory so that we can at least uh, you know let's breathe a little bit and then let's regroup uh, we yeah. if we have our full strength and then let's go and and get rid of him once for all yeah well i knew you were gonna say that because that's what you said on your show (laughs) but um (laughs) you know you talk about like you don't think that there's gonna be like a hero's pose at the at the end here um and i do think that's a popular saying like most people are saying we're gonna get a dark ending or you know the moral victory like you said just like Empire Strikes Back, you know, or or Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince when, when Dumbledore dies or Avengers Infinity War when they snap everyone out of existence. Like we're setting up for the next installment to be the final triumph. But just to play devil's avocado, I think that we do see Vecna <laughs> defeated in the part two because that has, that has, Stranger Things, you know, a show teaches you how to love it. Stranger Things mm-hmm. could, have, could have ended after one could have ended after two, could have ended after three. I think that they are going to wrap it up with his defeat. The mind flare is still kind of ambiguous or, or stayed. And then we're going to jump like, that'll give us time to jump like two, three years to maybe like the senior yeah. year for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and also this is a complete side note, but I really hope season five is set in Christmas because mm-hmm. season, season one, Thanksgiving, season two, Halloween, season three, 4th of July, oh. season four, spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that's a side story. Side story. <laughs> that's cool. I, I think Vecna meets his demise at, at the end mm. of this part two. What, uh, Kathleen, tiebreak us. Um, I, you know, one of my theories is that the uh, Mind Flayer is using Vecna as a tool um, and controlling him kind of in a way. Um, and so I kind of think that it could possibly be not so much that L defeats him, but that he is no longer a tool for the mind flare. So the mind flare destroys him, you know, that he is unable to defeat L. And so the mind flare discards him something along those lines. So, and I, I don't know. I'm not the best with theories, but that's what Palpatine wanted to do to Darth Vader. He wanted to destroy Darth Vader and have Luke be his new apprentice. So maybe he's doing that. Thanks. But then uh, they'll get to the, get to the point and L will be about to kill uh, 
Vecna, and Vecna would be like, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving here. One of the one of the big cliffhangers that we're experiencing right now is Nancy is in Vecna's mind right now. I mean, what a fake out too, because we are thinking episode six is ending. Steve is in peril. He's losing blood. He's being bitten by bats. Episode seven comes and and he's going to be the last one to go on the rope right and you're you're saying the whole time like steve get into the right side up like no don't leave nancy don't leave steve down there because he's just going to get swept away by something but it's nancy the fake out the third person who goes down the rope she lands she's in the barb pool Vecna saying, you forgotten her, Nancy. I knew instantly, instantly, as soon as she like fell, I knew it was related to Barb. I knew because she always had that guilt through mm-hmm. every single season. It's come up in some way, her guilt for Barb. <laughs> I just knew that that's what it was going to be. I want to hear like, okay, what, what do you think is going to happen with that? Well, I think that Nancy, because because we got this, I think we're going to get double faked out and Steve is going to have to do something to save Nancy that possibly ends his life. I just I just don't think that we can lose a Wheeler. You know, I don't think we can lose a Mike Wheeler or Nancy Wheeler. Uh, without you know, unless Ted and Karen show up at the trailer with <laughs> you know, and Ted's like Ted. <laughs> Ted's some sort of secret superhero or something like that. Um, so I I think like Steve is gonna like know her favorite song or something like that. Probably should avoid Hazy Shade of Winter since that was not associated well with the Barb situation. Hazy Shade of Winter is a song they're listening to while they have sex while Barb gets eaten alive in the pool. Oh, God. So probably shouldn't do that one. (laughs) (laughs) I um I I thought you actually had mentioned this, but maybe I read it somewhere. There was a theory that somebody made that it'll be Robin that discovers Mm. Nancy's favorite song because there's that scene of her looking through Nancy's room and she picks up the tapes. Um so yeah, I don't know. I think that that is a possibility, but that Steve is gonna be instrumental. What do you think, Ashley? Oh, well, um, I don't really know because I don't really know if Nancy really has a favorite song, but I kind of hope they don't choose to do it that way only because they did it with Max and that was like the big hero moment uh, of the season, in my opinion. Uh, But my theory on that is, is that I think Vecna maybe lets her go because he let her like he brought her into his mind yeah whereas like with max it was like she ended up there like by accident because he was really surprised to see her there but with nancy it's like he you know taunts her with barb and then he goes into his his backstory which i was like i can't believe he's doing that instead of like trying to kill her but classic um, villain (laughs) yeah and so i think maybe uh, I it'll be interesting to see where they pick up their uh, where they left off with that mm-hmm. because it's like he wanted her to see that and because he knew she went to see Victor Creel yep. yeah uh, and it's like he something about it he really wanted her to know what happened yeah do you so, think he's using her as like a distraction too maybe 
distraction from what? Like, I don't know. Like you say that he'll let her go. Maybe he's just, um, maybe he's like showing them his power or mm-hmm. he's using that experience to distract them from maybe something else that's going to happen, mm-hmm. something else that he's going to do. I do think that he, so Vecna had like legitimate love or not love was maybe the wrong one, but legitimate like feelings for Eleven. Like, I think that mm-hmm. Vecna was truly going to be allied with Eleven after he slaughters all the kids, you know? So I think maybe there's a potential that he's like, he's like, Nancy, you know, she points guns and stuff. The car is coming right at her. She's going to shoot. She's, she's a good ally to maybe try and make. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, are any other characters in danger? Ashley, who else is on the chopping block potentially? <laughs> I mean, it could be anybody at this point. Um, I think because all of our kids have all been through traumatic stuff, I could see him taunting all of them. But in terms of who we should probably be worried about, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Lucas and then maybe he tries again at Max because Mm. uh, I don't think he would just let her go that easily because she saw the clock. Like there's no, uh, no forgetting about that. And I don't think he's going to forget about her either. That's why she continues to play that song. And and she even talked about it uh, with Lucas, like what happens if I get tired of it, you know? So uh, yeah, I think definitely Lucas and or Max. It's not over. Uh, and I already said mine, which is Will. I'm terrified for Will. Every time we zoom in on that painting, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> it's a very real possibility that Will will be the one that's next. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? He does have the connection to the upside down. He's able yeah. to feel when the mind flare is coming. Yeah, as soon as everyone else can see it, he also feels it. <laughs> <laughs> so he he has like the most I would say other than 11 the most connection to the upside down yeah mm-hmm. uh, Eddie is what a popular one that we kind of covered I think in mm-hmm. part one but I mean his arc of of being a coward he's been talking about apparently I run apparently that's what I do now I see danger and I run the the arc that this is kind of ripe for him to make a brave sacrifice yeah. but also I wouldn't like that I really want Eddie to make it to season five I really really do uh are you team Nancy or team for Nancy are you team Steve or team Jonathan Nancy. keeping the theme dark let's talk about this I'm team Nancy and Steve really yeah. So you were for Steve. I'm for Steve. Okay. He's the best guy surprised. out of all surprised. of them. I thought you were going to say Jonathan, but no. I'm also team Steve. I I I don't are Jonathan and Nancy actually good together? I mean, I don't know. The shared trauma thing is brought up quite often. Mm-hmm. They, and that's not like in real life, shared trauma is not necessarily a reason to be together. Yeah. So I think it, it could be easy for it to transition back to Steve. Steve is just a good old guy. I don't know. What do you think, Ashley? Uh, yeah, I, um, I think that now knowing, uh, you know, how Steve has progressed as a person, yeah. um, I think him and Nancy do fit more now than they did in season one uh, because, you know, Nancy, I do think is the type that, I mean, I could see her being the editor and editor in chief of Hawkins post one day and she, you know, going on her investigations and um, 
you know, I think Steve would be right there along with her. And um, whereas Jonathan is like, he's always wanted to be outside of Hawkins. Like he, he always wanted to go to NYU. And now he's in California and he's finally met a friend. And, you know, it's like he's he was telling Argyle, like, I don't want to weigh her down by living a dream that's not hers and vice yeah. versa. Because Whereas then Steve, I, become, I think, could easily go. Yeah. 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 Like Steve, um, you know, that's why he still works in the video store. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I think Steve is just, you know, he knows kind of what he wants in life he's pretty content i think so does nancy whereas jonathan i think he gets it like we're, we're just high school you know that's not uh you know some people do well with high school sweethearts others it's like it's just puppy love like it's just high school mm-hmm. you know we loved in high school and you know we realized as we grew we had you know, different interests. We wanted different things. Like I know a lot of the friends I went to high school with were just like that. And, and uh, I definitely thought that, um, especially during season three, like Nancy kind of wanted a sidekick with Jonathan. You know, he was the the photographer to her uh, Hawkins Post woman, you know? And I just, uh, I see nancy and steve is a better team like professionally and you know dating wise yeah i i 100 agree with you ashley yeah it would be growth for both of them to do that yeah. um all right well let's wrap it up part two has been fun this is really cool because this is something we don't get to do which is talk about talk about a mid-season part of stranger things and no one knows the right answers yet. So we get to sound smart until July 1st when no one, please, no one listen to this episode after July 1st. I know, 1st. right? How much are we going to be wrong on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to most in volume two? Not necessarily just predictions, but you know, what, uh, what are you looking forward to most? I'm just looking forward to all of them, like, especially the kids just getting back together uh, yeah. because then to me, it is stranger things when they're all together. Uh, everyone knows when you're, you're better together, strength is in numbers. And I think uh, that's part of why I like, I love uh, season four volume one, don't get me wrong, but there are times like, even now I watch it and go like, I really want to go back and watch <laughs> the first three mm. seasons, yes, especially season three. Together. Yeah, when they're all together, because that that's just Stranger Things for me. How it's supposed to uh, be. That's, that's what I'm really looking forward to uh, the most. Yeah, the, the team up. The, the, yeah. Where they all share. They kind of do it every season, right? Where they all share their threads of the of the plot with each other. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Kathleen? Now, I am feeling the exact same way. I want them all to be back together. I'm mad that they're all separate right now. Yeah, yeah. I want them to be a team again. So I'm really looking forward to, to Mike and Will specifically, you know, we just didn't get a ton of time with them. We got those two mm-hmm. nice conversations, but I, both the actor actors and in interviews have kind of hinted that they are a much bigger part of part two than part one. And I'm really excited yeah. to see that because that's, that's a core thread of the show that I think has mm-hmm. kind of it's been maintained since the beginning but we haven't really dived 
back into it. We've got the the garage scene, you know, when Mike and Will have their fight. And what do you think we're going to be little kids forever? And yeah, I guess I did. You know, like that type of of difference. And and we've kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm really looking forward to seeing their progression and hopefully not Will's death on top of the painting covered oh, in blood. Gosh. And the blood, the blood like fills in a part of the painting and makes it better somehow. Oh geez. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Any final thoughts? No, you know what, Ashley, it has been such a pleasure, like having you on the show. I'm usually Miles and I are watching it together. So it's great to have an outside, mm-hmm. an outside opinion. I loved your opinion. I loved your musical moment that I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch that yeah. just so I can get a more full effect. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. I had so much fun. Like I love uh, listening to uh, y'all's podcast and uh, yeah, I've just, uh, just really had fun. A lot of fun today talking about a lot of stuff that uh, I had been, you know, having like in my mind, but just didn't quite have all the words to say it, which both of you kind of like took them out of my mind, kind of elaborated on, which, which I thought was, was really great. Yeah. And everyone check out the ham radio stranger things podcast. It's uh, much more speculative than ours. We, we kind of, yeah. Out and, we, yeah. we're, we're watchers and reviewers more than we yeah. are uh, speculators. Well, um, <laughs> and in beginning in August, uh, we're going to start doing like recap episodes after, you know, we watch eight episodes, eight and nine. And, uh, you know, if you you know, whatever episode you guys want to come on, you know, talk yeah. about it. I'd love to have you guys on for that. And yeah, and we'd love to join you. Yeah, yeah happy, thank to, happy you. to. All right. Thank you, everybody. And we will be back after July 1st. Let's get this going. Part two. And.